Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uctana, and today we'll be talking about how to read Akashic books other than your soul book. There are more than soul books in the Akashic Library. In fact, while numerous, they only fill one small section of the entire complex. There are entire sections on every subject imaginable, and many we can't imagine because of our embodied state. Books which look at things from every direction and perspective, diaries of those who have witnessed unfolding events from a disembodied perspective, journals concerning embodiment on other planets, cultures completely separate from what we call human, and so much more. The techniques for reading books in the Akashics is the same regardless of the subject matter, so once you've learned to read one, you can, in theory, read them all. Reading a book in the library is somewhat like having a conversation with someone you've just met, somewhat like working with a tablet, a bit like what we imagine the future could someday be with interactive sentient computers and a dash of the matrix. If we approach a book like it's just a book, the pages will be blank. Basically, the book is turned off and you haven't asked it nicely to turn on and talk with you, so it hasn't. If you approach a book with the intention of reading what it has to offer, it will present information to you. There are a variety of ways it can do so, and like any good conversationalist, it will attempt to find the one which is going to get the most information to you the best and clearest way it can. The hardest way to present information is the way we do it in books here. It's sometimes the clearest way, as compared to something like interpretive dance, but it's linear, requires a great deal of education and practice, and is still prone to misunderstandings. Also, many of the books, if presented in language form, are not written in English. This means the book, or we, needs to translate the information into English. For most people, this is a visible event which happens as they scan the page and can be hard to do for any length of time. It doesn't happen page by page, but line by line, like moving a ruler-shaped magnifier over each line so the rest are a different size, blurred, and definitely non-English, therefore distracting. Instead, a book will present information as a visual, somewhat like a thumbnail on a computer screen, but also like a GIF or like the pictures in the Harry Potter books. Also like a thumbnail, touching the picture allows the reader access to the material similar to being jacked into the Matrix, although much less dramatic. It can feel as if the reader has fallen into the picture or walked into it. Depending on the material, the reader may be able to interact with things, but more often it's like a play happening in real time, which can't be interrupted. The play will flow around the reader even while they're in it, 
Sometimes a book will present a 3D visual, somewhat like a pop-up book, crossed with a hologram. This hologram may act like the thumbnail image, in that it repeats an action over and over, or it may act like the play and start flowing through the entirety of the material while the reader watches. Like the thumbnail, it can be entered into so the reader is in on the action. When people work with their soul book for the first time, they usually experience this type of reading and most often are presented with a past life. The book introduces itself by offering information which is most relevant and easiest to read by the reader, information which they already know and have already experienced. This provides an intriguing and useful introduction to the book and allows the reader to get their sea legs, as it were. Once acclimated, they can move on to more timely things. Career books are closely associated with soul books and sometimes appear in readings when I'm reading for clients. These are not like individual records. I liken them to ethics manuals for lawyers or how-to guides for nurses or doctors. They are the guidelines for a particular type of work or service which a soul can use to aid them in their work. There are books on supporting planetary systems, being a soul teacher, being a healer, creating objects or life forms, etc., etc., etc. Each is relatively small in comparison to a soul book, but most are beautiful, iridescent bound in fabric or leather and lovingly tended by those who work in that field. Not everyone has one because not everyone has developed to a point where they're being in such a way that they provide a service to others. That's not a judgment of age or wisdom, like being single, it's just a state of being. It's a place to start, and there's always further to go. Not everyone can read every book, however or even every section in any given book. If we were at home in our natural, non-corporeal state, we could read most of them, although we might not have an interest in the subject matter, or the material might be above our heads. Basically the same thing that can be said of books in any corporeal library today. But we're not in our natural environment. We're embodied. In order to focus on this life here, We've divested ourselves of quite a bit of our regular lives, just as we would if we were going on a lengthy trip to another country. We've packed what we expected to use and left most of the rest of us behind. It takes a ton of doing for us to get into this state, and all of our attention and efforts to maintain it. You know, food, water, clothing, housing, sanitation let alone health care and dealing with what occurs when we're injured or ill, and this is just the basics. And then even more focus is necessary if we're going to achieve what we set out to do. With all of that, some things have to take a back seat, and this affects our ability to read certain things in the Akashics. For example, there's a section of each person's soul book which they can't read while they're embodied. And this is the section concerning who they truly are when they aren't here. 
knowing the information would dispel the forgetting which the body has imparted to them, overwhelm them with information which could derail this current life, and could negatively impact their ability to achieve all of their objectives for this life. So this part is screened out. If the person attempts to read this section of their book, it'll act as if the pages are glued together or emanate such bright light it's blinding and nothing can be seen. In my Akashic Level 2 class, which delves into each section of a soul book, I've added in meditations for this section, which allow students to contact their teachers or guides in lieu of the information they're unable to access. Books which are not soul books may act in similar ways if the information is irrelevant, beyond the scope of the reader, or something which would negatively impact them in some way. The pages may stubbornly remain blank, may emanate bright light to prevent reading, or provide only static images rather than portals to enter or 3D images. They may act redacted, showing only random images and not the totality of the information. They may simply refuse to open altogether. The thing to note is this is not a high-handed attempt by some all-knowing authority to thwart a reader, but a conversation where one party has, for reasons of their own, decided not to answer questions or continue to talk. This may be a permanent situation, may be temporary, or even situational. For example, if the reader is new to reading books, they may forget to ask the book to provide information, or the book may require a specific request in a specific format, which the reader is unaware of and unable to provide. If a reader is proficient, but the information in the book is something which is not yet known in embodied life, like a technology which has not been invented, an aspect of a scientific field which has not yet been discovered, or an aspect of interactions between humans and other beings which has not yet come to light in embodied life, then the book will screen this information from an embodied reader. If the reader is meant to discover such information, this usually happens in other ways, and not through reading a text, as has been described over and over again by inventors and scientists through the ages. A reader's emotional state may prevent them from accessing a book in exactly the same way as it would in the real world. Most of us have probably experienced the problem of trying to read when where we want to be and what we want to be doing are at odds with this occupation and subject matter. Then there are the readers who want to know a specific thing or have a specific outcome in mind, and they're on the wrong track or missing a significant something. Remembering that this is in part a conversation, a book's version of silence is to not provide the requested information. In the case where a book won't talk for some reason, the first thing to do is to ask a librarian about the matter. There are librarians all over the library, and they are more than willing to help. Many times, they'll offer help before you even know it's needed. They can explain why a book is not responding, offer suggestions for reading it or other books which might be more helpful. 
They can aid you in the reading process and help you understand what it is you've read. I've noticed many of my students ignore the help of librarians and so miss out on a rich source of experience and wisdom when it comes to accessing the knowledge of the Akashic Library. We don't know what we don't know, so sometimes it's good to ask and have entire new fields of study and exploration opened up for us rather than struggling along on our own. Working with Akashic books is fascinating and fun once you get the hang of it. The best part is each reader tends to learn as much about themselves as they do about the material they're reading, which is the best kind of twofer I can imagine. And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be discussing ways in which to work with a teacher. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website at kashikreading.com. Thanks. Bye.